Agenda. Our people need to be included. Factual. Are there any black CEOs? Calculating. Am I on? Loud and clear. Hey, you normally close the tabs, right? Transformation leaders. Have they been transformed? Statisticians. Are they assisting in transformation in this country? Robust debaters. Transformation, what, what? Fearless. These guys will actually make the Springbok stronger. And most importantly, they are the room dividers. Give the man. Give the man a chance. Give the man a chance. Tando Banana is with me, and it's part of the Room Dividers. He is the EP Rugby General Manager, former Madiba's Rugby Club President, former Springbok, Junior Springbok, Bulls, Greek was flung forward, SABC Sport Rugby Analyst. Where were you? What were you doing? Were you born 30 years ago? Oh, and this is Kota. Rob, I was, um, I should think I was 11 years. If I do my maths uh, correctly. So, yeah, I was uh, approaching the teenage life uh, at that stage. So you were about to be naughty? I was about to be a naughty boy. Okay. All right. We, we, we'll chat later about all sorts of things that have to do uh, with the former Springbok rugby coach. Uh, let me ask you and the gentleman. Obviously, we're going to have to release them at the top of the hour. Uh, he's got very proudly... A, a World Cup medal. Alton Janchis, Emirates Lions captain. Good evening. How are you? How are you doing, Alton? I'm good, thank you. Just chilled. I've got a function later on, so I'm good and relaxed. And you didn't invite me? Well, maybe I'll send some. Then I'll see you later. Say again? Then I'll see you later. <laughs> at the at, good, good. at the at the undercover venue for the event, we can make a play. No, don't worry, don't <laughs> worry. Now that you've mentioned where you're going, I'm saying Thank I will you. see you later. But that's why I've got to release you um, at the top of the hour. Uh, we haven't had a chance <laughs> to chat to you, but congratulations, man! I mean, uh, being a leader—that's what we were talking about. Now, uh, Tando Manan is yes. also down in our PE studios. But what does it mean to you? Yeah, it's a, it's a very special thing for me. I mean, it was definitely some some of my goals and some of my ambitions. One day, um, I didn't uh, plan on when because we had some brilliant leaders at the Lions. Um, I mean, the likes of Warren Whiteley, that was the leader. Even before him, um, Kobus Horoblar, I mean, back in the days when I started playing rugby at the Union. So we had some good leaders, and then Jakob Krill as well. So I just, um, it wasn't like a, a thing that I was going at going to but it was definitely something that I, I would love doing and how have you found the task though so far because surely it, it, it takes away you know you got some people who are very talented like you are talented some people will say mm. okay uh, for example in football and I know you love football a great deal um, mm. is that don't give the captaincy to a Ronaldo at club level because every day he's got to think of how great he is and how he has to perform and sometimes mm. being a leader or being a captain puts undue pressure on you. Do you find that to be the thing or are you able to balance things out? Yeah, I've it it's obviously it's definitely something something new, something different. Um but for me, um I mean i I've been vice captain before at at uh, the union, um at uh, the spring box as well. So and in my position is very fa- very familiar with I'm very familiar with in terms of leading and um calling the shots and things like that, you know. Um, but again, um, it's a daily thing, you know. It's a, 
every single day when I go to training or at home, you know, it's a, it's a thing that you're getting used to and stuff like that. And But at least at the Alliance, we, we've got other leaders, you know, amongst the group, which sure. which is quite good and takes a load off you. I mean, in rugby, it's not individual sports, you know, we, we've got different type of departments. I mean, from the forward point of view, through decision-making, through the backs, you know, everybody's got to be a leader in their own roles. Um in the aspects of rugby, so I don't take everything just for myself. I mean, it, it, it's it's a 15 or 23 men game, and then I've got management as well. Without a doubt, and just briefly though, not the best start to the season. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it is a team in transition, uh, very familiar as well, or similar to when you started. Uh, mm-hmm. how, how would you assess the start of the, the Super Rugby season? Yeah, I would have. You know, everybody wants to win, you know, um, because that's the goal you set for yourself during the season. Everybody wants to win all the games, um, becoming in the, the like part of the, the playoff groups and stuff like that. But, I mean, for us, it's week one. Um, we, we travel to the Jaguars, which all credit to them. They really played well um, two weeks ago. Um, you could see it's, a, it's an international outfit. It's... It's a it's a quality team. Uh, they were in a similar position what we were a few years ago, and they played finals last year. So it's it's not an easy like an easy trip, and it's 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 not it's not an easy task, you know. So, but we took a lot of learnings out of that. I mean, a lot of the younger boys and new faces, you know, got got to be got picked up a lot of experience uh, during that trip, and obviously playing the game as well. So we just want to keep on building onto that experience and and making sure that we're growing as individuals and growing as a team. And we wanted to rectify that against the Reds. Um, and, and you could see the difference, I mean, being back home and, and seeing things work, you know. And yet, even though we still got the win, uh, we were still far off. Mr. Manana, I know that you want to, mm. you know, chat, uh, be part of the conversation here with Elton. Mm. Yeah, Rob, I think for me, is I've, I've watched Elton for a very long time, uh, developed a good relationship uh, whenever we meet, uh, especially on camps, if they're there. Uh, but in particular, one thing that I would say is just to say to to remind him of what happened in 2010 when the call for mm. him was that he'd be included in the 2011. And that was from John Mitchell. I remember that quite vividly yes. uh, because mm. he had played so well and he had an injury, I think, a toe. Uh, or an yeah. ankle injury at that time. <laughs> years ago. Uh, yeah, those are years ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, in memory. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so, so in my memory is I just wanted mm. to ask him when he went finally to the 2019. Did he ever think that he will ever go to a rugby world cup? Because he then missed the 2011. He missed the 2015. And uh, we talked to him now with uh, with a rugby world cup uh, medal with him. So I mean, he skipped two and uh, he featured in the third one. Yeah, you know, um, it's it's a. I mean, 2011. I really, really wanted to go to the World Cup. Was mm. I ready? Wasn't wasn't I ready? Um, being at the World Cup, it's every rugby player's dream. You want to be there. You want to participate. You want to win the World Cup. Uh, was it my time? Maybe not. Was it? Was was it? Um, was I ready? I don't know. Um, as an individual, but that goals was there and. 2011, I mean, yeah, I I was privileged enough 2010 and then holding up 2011 and, and I just enjoyed my rugby and, and I'd missed the World Cup. Um, but yet again, um, I, uh, for me, it's all about the next opportunity, whether it's yeah. at the Lions or at, uh, at Springbok level. And then 2015, um, after my stunt in, in Japan, it was very necessary for me to go to Japan, you know, um, to 
getting my body right, um, getting my my um, game going, and and things like that. Things that I can work on as an individual. And 2015, I didn't make the World Cup, but but there's a reason for everything, you know. Um, mm. It's 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 only 30, 31 guys that can go, and I was part of the 35-man squad until the last minute. But yet again, I, you know, when you're not selected, you you mm. you get a lot of thoughts and stuff like that. But mm. it wasn't my time, and 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 my time was um, four years later, you know, and. I, I kept on working for the last eight years to to be mentioned in the squad and and actually playing the World Cup and my biggest dream is to win the World Cup to be number one in the world and I get it at the age of 29 so I'm very privileged and 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 it's special to me um, but it comes with a lot of responsibility as well um, being in this position. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Rob, if I can just ask, what yeah, prompted sure. him to go to to Japan because he's one of the first, I must say. To, to mm. move abroad when mm. when people least expected him uh, to go to Japan yeah. at that time it was not fashionable for any South African rugby to go he's one of the first if I remember quite correctly mm. yeah I was uh, I think before me was Jacques Fury Fury de Priya and JP mm. Peterson Scott Berger um, I got an opportunity to I got an offer from from outside but it it was only kept quiet with my agent so it wasn't a it wasn't an individual. It wasn't a, a contractual or financial decision. It was a. It was a decision made to get Alton back to his best. And I came back from a shoulder operation, and I played the. I played the season um, before that with a shoulder uh, with a shoulder injury, and and we fixed my shoulder. Um, spoke to medical staff and I fixed my shoulder and then I had to come back slowly and virtually and then Marnas and Bosov was there at the Lions, you know, and, and I only played the, the, the promotion relegation and I went for the op and then it took some time for me to get back into the squad so I missed like off of the Super Rugby season and for me was the, the best thing was to, to, to go overseas and to play rugby and to to, to get a lot of game time going um, instead of being in South Africa um, I think that time we had test, test series as well, so I wasn't in a position where I can be selected. So um, I just decided to, to go to Japan and, and I started fresh with the season. And it was something new for me and I went alone and to focus on my rugby and to, to develop as a person, as a rugby player and as a as a person as well. So that was a big opportunity for me to go overseas and, you know, learn a lot of things and learn from a different voice and... Yeah, and I, I re-signed with the Lions as well, and I had a deal contract with overseas and in South Africa, and I really benefited a lot. That's why I'm very grateful for that opportunity um, that put me in the position where I am at, at, at the moment. I would love to ask so many questions, Jean, coming in as the coach. Uh you coming through as far as the jersey number 10 potential is concerned, mm. etc. Um, but uh, it would be a mess of me. Uh, to not ask you because everybody is commemorating the great Data Nelson Mandela, Elton, and, yeah. and 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 for you, what does this day signify in totality? Say again, I didn't hear properly. Yeah, I'm just saying that. What, what does Madiba and the commemoration of 30 years uh, since he walked out of Victor Feste mean for you, and the kind of changes that he was able to effect, especially on the sporting front? Yeah, yes, I, I read something uh, the day or two days ago where yeah, the, you know, the famous quote that says, um, I mean, sports can can um, 
bring our country together, you know. And and it's so it's words that really stuck to me, stuck to me as as I grew older, um, as I reading stuff and I hear stuff from Nelson Mandela. I mean, we all know the historical thing of 1995, and then and then that that moment, you know, that changed our country, and 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 that's something that we as a as a group going back to rugby, what we really really wanted to do is is to to, to get South Africa back together and to keep inspiring and giving hope, you know, to South Africans in our own country. And, and even though we played in Japan, that was our biggest thing is to give hope to others. And and hopefully we did that job. And, and when we came back from the World Cup, we celebrated it with the country. We didn't celebrate it just alone. And and, and you could see the, the, the change in, in terms of just rugby, what rugby can do. And just imagine if all the other sports and coach can can do that. I'm only talking from a sporting perspective yeah, instead yeah. of from a business perspective. No, it makes sense. And I think from your side, if I'm not mistaken, you were born in August of the same year of his yeah, release. Of yeah, so yeah. You, you were about, what, five or six months away from entering this world, eh? What a, what a thing yeah, for you, Elton. Three-zero. Yeah, it's special. You know, a uh, few years ago, I was this youngster, uh, 20, 19 years old, um, naked on the block, and now, yeah, 10 years later, it went so fast, but I really enjoy and cherish every single day to be able to uh, get out of my bed and still, um, you know, loving the, the, my dream, you know, and, and keep on inspiring um, my family and, and my dad that passed away a few years ago. Yeah. So that's that's a blessing for me to, to be able to still play rugby. And I'll do it as long as possible until I really, really can't do it anymore because mm-hmm. it's my purpose, you know. My purpose is not playing for money or anything else. It's just about enjoying this game and make a difference in other players' lives. I know your heart, Elton, and it's in a good mm. place. And I wish you everything of the best as the room dividers here on Marawa Sports Worldwide. From myself and Tando Manana and everybody else, we wish you a great season. Thank you so much for Thank chatting to us. Thank you very much. Us. Really appreciate it. Thanks, cheers, brother. brother. All right, cheers. cheers uh, okay. right. Elton Janchis there. We'll carry on chanting with uh, Tanda Banana. Uh, we head off to news now. Ndumiso uh, Bodoza on Twitter says, I'm going to provide a solution for ESCOM. They must hire SA Breweries CEOs. The country doesn't run out of beer. Marawa Sports Worldwide. Rewind the tape. I know, my dear, that you're not responsible for our not getting together. And I know that it's other people that they don't want you and I to get together. Uh, Shanga, I do not think it correct for me to wash our dirty linen in a foreign country. I as a white South African, irrespective of dirty linen, irrespective of what has gone before. I believe you owe it to each other and the country to see that we have a stable, secure platform on which to go forward together, white, black and brown. I hope you agree. I do not consider your remarks as a lecture to me. I do not quarrel with you and I do not presumptuously lecture you, Mr. Mandela. I wish you well. For anybody which changes his principles, depending on whom he is dealing. That is not a man who can lead a nation. Evening, Robert. It's Baba Junior. I just want to admire the beautiful job you are doing there. Where not no car to Beverly. You know, this show is not just a sports show. It's life. You know, sometimes when I knock off from work, I even forget to kiss my wife because I 
I'll be rushing to listen to your show, MSW. Just keep it up, Robert. You see a beautiful job. Thank you. Uh, Bratemba, Brian Mo Bramfisha. I wish we had humble servants like you and Madiba, not servants Baba Bang humble whenever they chow money from sports or the states. Like they Baba humble in whatever way they do. So keep up the good work, Brian. We respond to some more, Jabrak. Dividing public opinion. Are they empowering? And setting the rugby agenda. Do not forget where your history South Africa is. The enemy's desire is to try and erase it. Welcome. You're with the Room Dividers. All right, it is a Tuesday today. It is Room Dividers. Good to have you on board today. You're live at Metro FM. It is a 96.4 as well as Radio 2097.2 to 100 FM. It's hashtag MSW Marawa Sports Worldwide. Rugby night. Your night. 0605842250. Tando Manana night. Hey, Mr. Manana, the World Rugby. What have they done? Who's going to be hosting another major international tournament here? <laughs> huh? why, why are you saying that, Ro? Hey, man. I believe World Rugby Sevens a series mm. for, for women is going to be going to Stellenbosch as well. We've seen the growth of the women's game. And uh, obviously, we have the capacity. We were just chatting earlier on, yeah, Mr. Manana, about South Africa and their capacity to hold the biggest showpiece of them all in the world, which is the Football World Cup. Uh, yeah, you know, it's sevens, and it's coming here. Yeah, I mean, uh, Rob, it's always good. Remember, the the women's game is is where IRB is mainly focusing on. Yeah, uh, I think that's a that's a very important thing that they're doing. Uh, it has also woken up. Um, you know, South African rugby as well within the process because at a time, uh, women's rugby was a shutdown, uh, which meant that we did not go to the World Cup, uh, but we've qualified now for 2021. So I think for me, I mean, if, if one were to look at uh, difference in terms of just the people at IRB where they've put the money, where they need to develop a sport, and that sport is women's rugby. Uh, and 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 that for me is 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 what's important is uh, they putting where they putting the money where their mouth is currently. They know that uh, the the men's game is stable. I think financially, you know, it's hitting all the right notes. But also uh, in terms of the women's, there is potential for growth. I mean, just in in this country alone, if you look at the demographics of uh, of the female that play the game, it's ninety nine point one which is your African colored players. Uh, and, and, and that's where the interest is. Uh, so I think in terms of uh, the country going forward, they have a number of good players. Uh, I mean, we've just seen the captain also, you know, going to Spain uh, to further, you know, and gain more international experience for herself in a different country, meet different people. And that is uh, due to the fact that South African women had played Spain in a couple of tests down here in Port Elizabeth. Uh, but she was uh, picked as one of people that they would want to give the first uh, woman's professional uh, contract. There's none of that when you talk of women in terms of 
contracting uh, of the 15 uh, women's game. There is contracting with the seven. So uh, in terms of sevens, it's a f- it's 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 going into a full time uh, professional uh, setup for the for the for the woman. The 15 men they still need to grow. There's a bit of question marks. One where we lie in terms of the standings. Uh, in the in the world rankings yes we've qualified for the world cup but it, this is not our first time that we've qualified for a world cup uh, we've been to men we've been to canada we've been to france uh, you know the one in france uh, Lawrence parker was the coach then so it's not something new rob so i think they're moving uh, and and also giving south africa it's it, it's it's just where they feel they have an African an IRB African office that's in Cape Town, based at the Saro offices. It's better for them they, to to take it down there because they've already got people uh, that are within a couple of distance to get to that tournament and make sure that everything uh, goes well. And and I think South Africa will always be be preferred uh, choice in terms of the African continent because that's where the love for the game is, and all the other African countries it's still at a developing stage. Oh six oh five eight four double two five zero. Yes, Mr. Marawa, it's been too long. Hey, I've been I've been hoping to hear Utando Manana, the best, the best of the best, President. Yes, sir. Hey, I am giving him that thing. <laughs> yes, he's the best, best president of Saru. Yeah, sharp. Hope you guys will give us a yeah good show today. Yeah, sharp, sharp. Wow. Hey. Almost said you're the breast president. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a chest, you know. Yeah, no, hey. I know. I needed to do some bench, so maybe he figured that I didn't do my bench. You didn't do the breast, my friend. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, we're always glad to have you on, given your busy schedule of late. Uh, but ultimately, he, he has a very positive outlook for you to say one day you'll be a sorry president. Look, look, Rob, I think, I mean, I had a discussion where I was one of the speakers and one person asked, what's the ambition? I think the many people, and, and I'm happy that you've hinted out on your earlier discussions, uh, obviously, with the, with the lack of, of leadership. And, and that's what drives me, is um, the lack of leadership that we have, one, in terms of our rugby administrators all around. I think, what's the purpose? They can't give you what the answer is. And two, many people putting fear in front of their faces if they are not, uh, you know, they're, they're not uh, administrators if they're involved in the game. I think um, that's where the, the game lacks. There's enough, there's an abundant talent of players and I'm quite happy. In fact, if I were to do a dream team, uh, Rob, of, of, of a mere blacks springbok, mm. I'd be quite happy to announce it for you uh, now if you were to ask me. Oh. But, but, but if, if, yes, I can do that because of that's leadership. That's how, no, no, of players. Oh, okay. But if I'm going now in terms of administration. Yes. There's barely none. You know, I sit in a, in a, in, in, in a um, CEO's forum. Um, not many people thought that uh, I would ever sit in those forums. But when I sit around, I only see myself. And it just takes me back to saying, this is another struggle. I mean, if, if you sit and you, and you find that uh, you don't see the, the transformation that we speak about, uh, you know, in boardrooms or at offices, it's there, it's, it's happening. But I cannot force other unions uh, to change that. It, it's a call that we constantly have to put on the show, Rob. 
you know, and, and one, don't buy face. Yeah. Two, the integrity. It's important of a person to, to stand in what you believe in. Uh, you're not there to be loved and liked by people, but you appreciate people that take notice of the small things that you're doing. Uh, because at the end of the day, Rob, if, if, if you were to ask me, do I ever think of that position? Yes, I do think of that position. But one thing I don't want to make in my life is I don't want to go there not having put in the mileage and the numbers and the hours of, of knowing the, the full responsibility of an administrator, the full responsibility of an official whose main duty is there to put policy uh, and make sure that operations carry out those policies. And we're lacking where you get people who come and make policies and leaves it to the right people to then carry out that mandate. So those are the two differences uh, that we, we, we lack as South Africa in terms of the rugby. Uh, the euphoria is there that we've got all these mentors for the young boys and girls that play the sport because they can see them. But behind the scenes, Rob, we lack. And for me, in, in my time uh, being an administrator, uh, being an operations person, is I'm looking for helping hands, and, and, and there's, there's barely none, you, you know, where I can, we, we can meet for two, three days, whether it's Cape Town. But for me to sit at dinner or at lunchtime to speak to someone and saying, look, I think we need to do this, we need to plan this and this for tomorrow's meeting, it, it can't happen. Uh, you, you, you'll always be outvoted, but you've got to also be smart. Being smart meaning that you've got to take people on, on what they put to the table, and also voice, and, 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 and voice your opinion. Uh, and that's what I'm doing, Rob. I'm not rushing, but I'm, I'm understanding that the amount of hours that I'm putting is one that really says to me, you've got to look back, son. You've got to think what you can do for rugby to, 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 you know, to, to, to be able to, to have transformed and changed in, in how our playing fields are looking to, to... If I can hear Shark CEO saying that, you know, it's merit. It's purely on merit. Sean Everett, all the players that are there, that's what we want. But if you look what's happening in the background, uh, Rob, we're lacking. Uh, if, mm. if I look again that, I mean, we've had the Silas and Ganunus, we've, we've had the Hoskins, uh, we've had all of them, Rob. In fact, since 1991, uh, unification right through to now, uh, Louis Leite has been the white president of the South African Rugby Union. The rest have been black people. Have they been France? You see, mm -mm. I once again... You're a straightforward guy. That took too long for you to say No, it something. didn't. I was breathing, Rob. No, Rob, I'm a, allowed to breathe. Not, I'm allowed to take allowed. a deep breath. You're I'm allowed. allowed to take a... No, no, Rob, You're not Robbie. allowed to breathe. Robbie, I'm no. allowed to take a deep breath. When I was asking the question, was your opportunity to breathe? Now, you took too long to answer. No, I didn't take any, any, any. Maybe it's the transmission, Rob. Oh, Can you repeat? Delayed. Can you repeat? Can you repeat the question? You're about to answer, so please answer. No, no. What I'm saying, Rob, is um, for me, as I was saying, if we look back, is uh, we've got to be objective. We've got to say that, you know, there's been a lot of uh, no's that's been happening around. Um, and, and if you're there, try and, and speed up the no's into the yes, because it's possible. It's there. It can be done. Um, so me, uh, personally, Rob, uh, I stand my ground in anything. I believe. I believe that we we have to to be objective. We have to be open about it and frank. And we've got to identify that uh, you know when it comes to administration of the game, when it comes to operations of the game, a lot still needs to be done, Rob.
And that's a fact. No, hundred percent. And uh, it's a thing we're going to touch base on. I wanted to, I wanted to push you on on something here before yeah. you know how time is on us. Um, I don't know if there were just media reports or speculation, Mr. Manana, uh, but you know that Rusty Erasmus was was over on uh, on that side. It was yes. England who were playing what uh, the Scotland. yes the Calcutta Cup, uh, playing mm. against Scotland on Sunday, and then he met the 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 rugby football union. And people were saying that they were discussing the possibility of him taking over from England coach Eddie Jones. Rob, we spoke about it. He's got a six-year contract right, with South African Rugby Union. It's four more to go. Now, speculation, as you know, it's speculation. Uh, but what we cannot take away is he's got a six-year contract. Uh, he will have an opportunity to look at what has been given to him and put on the table. Uh, maybe with something that uh, he has. There's also a clause in terms of the contracts. I have not seen that. Uh, but anyone who signs will always want to have a release clause, be it football, be it, uh, you know, any uh, team sport, uh, as a coach, uh, anywhere you go. So uh, those things we've also got to consider. Uh, but also, I mean, him being the director and him having the opportunity to go and defend the Rugby World Cup, which has never been done by uh, by the South African team. New Zealand have done it in 2011, 2015. Uh, so one cannot take that completely out that, you know, with time, you know, things can change and it can opt uh, for such. But what I can say is South Africa, uh, when you look at the Sansa, is a big thing that we're committed to, to, to 2025. Um, the you know the Sansa, and then there's the option of the renewals, 2021. Uh, so you know whatever happens, uh, if we do get involved in the Seven Nations, like it's also speculated by the Australian media sure. and New Zealand media, then anything is possible, Rob. Uh, but the bottom line is the head coach has got a six-year contract, which one we said it's never been given to anyone before, but it ends in 2023. But so what's 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 your hunch though? Because you always, you know, since we started doing room dividers, yes. there's always the truth, and then there's the ultimate truth that comes out from the room dividers, courtesy of you. If England Rob was able to get Eddie Jones within a couple of weeks of him being with the Stormers and becoming England's head coach, taking them to number one, he had posed with of, the jersey, everything, Rob, he had posed, everything, everything he had was signed. done. Yeah, he, he signed, Rob. Hey man. He, and, and, and England said, put an offer. Put an offer that, uh, you know, you, you won't regret. And Western Province did that, let alone they've sold some of their properties, but they were paid a handsome uh, of money to, to release him out of his, his contract. The so. release clause, yeah. Yeah. So everyone has got a release clause. And I think in terms of South Africa, uh, he's no longer the coach. Yes, he's the director of coaching. Uh, he's visit one. Uh, like it was said, uh, some some forces or some corners that is there to watch Scotland play, you know, England. Yes, it's one. Two, other meetings, uh, meeting up with um, South African players that are playing their trades in Europe. Two, three, uh, he's there also to have uh, discussions, uh, you know, with, with, with other people. We don't know those other people. It's always behind closed doors. Uh, like we've seen with him being on Twitter and also seeing those videos that are there. So, you know, things happen behind closed doors and only time will tell, Rob. I think, uh, for us, uh, we've got a head coach uh, in Jacques Ninaba. You've, you've got other people that are there. 
you've got Dion Davids, you've got um, Zwandile Stick that are there. So there are people that are already there. Now we've got to understand uh, what's the thinking. We know what's the thinking for Transformation uh, 2030, that we understand, you know, what are the... Uh, what is Saru looking at by 2030 in South African rugby? Uh, what we don't know is is the individual thinking uh, from now up to 2023. If 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 he's going to put pen to paper, um, you know, come 2023. But what we know is he has a contract, and what we know is Eddie Jones has got another two more years to go uh, in his contract with England. There's still John Mitchell. There's Matthew Proudfoot. So we don't know if Eddie Jones would be there in the next two years. Uh, remember, he's gone through a, 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 a sort of a slip in terms of form, then picked it up. He did well in the World Cup, but he didn't win the World Cup. But also, you know, um, uh, negotiations are coming up. So there's a lot at, at stake. And I think the RFU, uh, Rob, uh, is the only um, rugby football union um, alongside, uh, I can say, Ireland and, and Wales, who uses one venue for their test matches. But it's a small country with a big muscle when it comes to the pound and to the money and so forth and so on. So they can afford anything. Um, and and Rasi quite now is, uh, you know, world number one, is the director of rugby. Uh, and a lot can happen in the next uh, four years, Rob. Uh, I think w people must just open their ears, uh, you know, uh, but understand that, you know, anything can happen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. 0605842250. Uh, Rob Sianda, uh, mine today is just to, you know, congratulate all the South African teams that played last weekend in Super Rugby. I think the results have been great for us. Uh, I'm quite impressed by how the Sharks are, are blending, especially the formation that the new coach is trying to put together. But I love the confidence that he instills on his players and the fact that they seem to have a certain level of freedom to play, you know. But also the Stormers seems to be doing quite well as well. I mean, they haven't considered any points in the last two games, which were very difficult games, by the way. But uh, as I watch uh, all this success, Rob, I, I, I get, uh, you, you know, I have heart pain, you know, to, to, to look at how some of the players who are originally from the Eastern Cape, how the province have rejected them because they have no home. You know, the, 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 the failure of the border region or the border bulldogs or whatever you call it, the Eastern Cape rugby structures right. are really doing a disservice for the talent that's coming from that province. Now in Super Rugby this year, we have a new name, a young fellow called uh, Sanele Noamba. He's from the Eastern Cape as well. Mm, but mm. he had to go around and find another franchise to play because there's no home for him to play rugby. It's very sad, you know. For me, that saddens me more than anything else. Uh, good evening, uh, Robert Marawa. Good evening, Sekanda Manana. Uh, this is Sanza in Peter Marisberg. Uh, Robert Marawa, first let me say thank you very much for the job that you have for a good job that you are doing, together with Upeze uh, Rimapanga. Robert, uh, when Mandela was raised, I was seven years old, like uh, Mr. Manana. And that day I was playing soccer on the field, I remember quite well. With a, uh, then I had to rush to watch a small black and white TV for him. Rob, the big issue for me is, I want to say congratulations to Mashaks for starting the season so well. And I wish them all the best. But I want to find out how this rugby ticket are being sold and advertised. Uh, because we normally don't have a clue where to purchase them, how, how much are they, uh, things like that. Because uh, we, we are really, really like to go and watch rugby with my kids. My kids are 
my, my, my two girls, they really love rugby. Uh, since the World Cup, they're so in charge with the rugby. So if we can get someone to give us a clarity how and where and how much, things like that, uh, to purchase a rugby ticket. Uh, thank you very much, Robert Marawa. All right, nice one. Thank you so much indeed. We've got exactly a minute. We've got a breakaway on Radio 2000 for live football. And, of course, we'll join Aya Mong in just a second. Um, Manana, maybe mm. I wanted to ask you about uh, should we stay or should we go, but we can always talk about that next week regarding the championship versus uh, going mm. across to the Six Nations. I think it's an important question about uh, tickets and availability for, for rugby that the last caller uh, put forward for us. Look, Rob, I think this year it's a different year for South African Rugby Union. In the past, it used to be unions hosting the international game. Now, Sari has taken over that, so they will do the whole ticketing thing. They will obviously have to partner with uh, Ticket Pro. They will partner uh, with CompuTicket. They will partner with every stakeholder that sells uh, or have ticket outlets. So they will be available uh, in that. And also, they, you know, mainly working through with the municipality. If you look at Nelspreet, you look at Kings, uh, Kings Park, they will be so at the stadium so the tickets are there people must just uh, look at in terms of the itinerary one they have incoming tours which will be against two uh, two tests against scotland and then georgia and port elizabeth so those will be available obviously at ticket pros i'm not sure about durban uh, and also if you look at the the four nations uh, it will also be staged so south african rugby is responsible for from logistic up until match day in terms of uh, accessibility of tickets for each and every person it's just a matter of you understanding how many home games we have we've got seven test matches this year at home uh, we've got obviously argentina new zealand australia uh, and also the other three so i think we've got six at home so you just have to look uh, n- nearby i know we've got one in pretoria we've got one in cape town we've got one in johannesburg in durban pe and so th- all those teams uh, you can buy obviously over the net but south african rugby are purely and hundred percent you know the owners of, of what uh, transpires when it comes to a Springbok game, no longer uh, belonging to the union, but they can partner with the unions to sell the tickets. Nice one, Mr. Manana. We'll catch you next week. Thanks, Budi. Thank you so much. Stay strong. Eh? Shopa, lovely. All right, keep jogging, boss. Yeah, must. Yeah, please keep jogging. Are you cycling? Are you cycling or are you still uh, on a diet? Both. Okay, good. Thank you, sir, for... for keep your... breathing. Thanks keep for breathing, your, Thanks Budi. for your concern, man. Keep breathing. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to break away, and we're going to have a quick chat with Aya in a second. But uh, Brian Fugang, Bruno standing by because uh, we've got a live Nedbank Cup game right here on Radio 2000. Uh, it is Pulwana um, City up against Barak FC. Top, top clash. This is always traditionally coming through from the Piramakaba Stadium. So, Bruno, it's all yours.